Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode. My name is Haley, and on this particular episode, I sat down with my friends Ed and Adrian, and we talked about a bunch of different topics, ranging from freshman friends to breakups to toxic relationships, mindset after a breakup, New Year's resolutions, really all over the place, but I hope that you guys enjoy this week's episode. Hello. Okay, topic. 2023 resolutions. Okay, 2023 resolutions. Stop drinking as much. Even though it's I'm not a real resolution. No, I mean like an actual genuine resolution. Okay. What do you want to improve yourself by? I want to improve myself by my fucking grades, homie. <laughs> not failing any classes. Am I allowed to curse in this podcast? Yeah, it, it's actually, we're listed under explicit on her Spotify. Okay, good. I want to Love fix it. my fucking grades. <laughs> That's what I fucking failed one of my classes. Teacher was super nice. It was just like I didn't pay attention, so like I felt bad, and then you're gonna like you're gonna hold it. I felt bad <laughs> with my fucking classes just cause like my teacher was super nice, and then my professor like told me there is more to this class, and I still failed. So even though I tried my Best in learning all the. F- Am I allowed to say the F word? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. This sounds first. more like an interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though my professor told me that I need to learn all the fucking EKGs, all the prescriptions for different pathologies like that. Nobody knows what the fuck those are. <laughs> Diabetes <laughs> and obesity, like, it sucked. So. What is, what is your major? I'm an international affairs major, so everything I learned is bullshit. <laughs> and, and honestly, it's great because I could just Google everything and then you just write about, like, you literally just write about your opinions on stuff. You can't go wrong with that. Freshman friends. Freshman friends. Freshman friends. There's, there's a thing. Freshman friends. You're not really supposed to get with your freshman friends because <laughs> you're like, that was the original group, right? You start off freshman year of college. People in your dorm so. still hook up. So. Think about it, think about it. Your original freshman uh, group, why would you want to get rid uh, why would you want to fuck them and fuck up the original friendship from years ago, right? Am I wrong? That is such a tough subject right now. That is a tough subject. Well, well like, my answer, my logical answer, because I'm a logical human being, never once have I wanted to hook up with them because of the friendship I have with them. I value believe? their friendship more than I would value just hooking up with them. Do you believe so, that there could get, be? But then you get too drunk and then... Exactly. Do you okay. think there's a truly platonic so, friendship between a male and a female? That happened with one of their other friends. And wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait this was on the other episode of the podcast. No, I remember. No, actually, that's a good question. <laughs> oh. can, you, can you be completely platonic? <laughs> with a male and a female, yeah. Yeah. Um, no. Wait, but I, I say, well... You say no, okay. I think that there is conditions to this purely platonic friendship. If you're hanging out one-on-one no. with each other. No. You're hanging out as a group, and all the friends are friends of yours mm-hmm. and theirs. That's then different. That's, that's different. You that's different. But if you're making the move to hang out with them one-on-one, like, go get. Do know. you think that's still platonic? It would not become platonic because someone's going to catch feelings. <laughs> you were really... Backtrack, just to name the con- uh, topic. Can you be platonic with one gender or the other? Yes. I think 
Absolutely. I think uh, if it's, you know, like a group of friends, yes. If it's one-on-one, no. No. However, if, like, you were hanging out male and female, isn't it the same as if y'all was on a date? Okay, so you and hung out one-on-one, but she has a boyfriend. Right, and, and I know she's Ed's friend, so why would I want to... She's busted. She's the one I told you was busted. Busted. Two, um, just never had any interest in her. You, you can hang out with someone one-on-one and not have interest with them. You know what? I changed my answer. Yes, you can completely be platonic with a male-on-female relationship. Maybe I just have trust issues, and I like see that differently. So, Haley, if you were hanging out with this guy who looked ugly as shit, but I, I like. You wouldn't even think about it. I wouldn't. He's ugly. I wouldn't hang out. Okay, so if I was in a committed relationship, I wouldn't hang out with another guy one on one. Okay. Well. Oh, okay. I see your point. But what if I, you knew him before he, the relationship? He was ugly as fuck. You guys were just friends. Would you still hang out with him if he was like, "Oh, let's hang out"? Would you be like, "No, no, no, I'm in a relationship"? How, well, that wouldn't really make sense. That wouldn't be fair, would it? These are all hypotheticals, too. These are, you can never fuck around with hypotheticals. Yeah. Hypotheticals. I, I guess it really depends on your relationship. I guess, I guess being in my relationship, it was I wasn't allowed to hang out with anybody, period. That but, was, like, male? <laughs> Would he have? Or Yeah, I had, I had a lot of guy friends beforehand that, like, once I started to date this guy, I wasn't allowed to hang out with any of those guy friends anymore. And so I had to cut off a lot of them. What about, I thought you hanged out with Ed. I remember, like, I remember seeing Ed out, um, and it was a happy hour, and I was with a bunch of girls in my sorority, and we're all hanging out. And I remember Ed was there, and I think you guys were, I think he was, you were with a bunch of guys in your fraternity. And I remember seeing you and saying hi, and I remember hugging you, and the guy that I was dating at the time was like, oh, yeah, go get your best friend. Like, why don't you go hang out with your bestie? Like, he's right there. He said like, it in, like, a... in a Very jealous tone, and I was like, he's literally gay. Um, excuse me, what are you saying? Wait, no way he said that? Yes, yes, he, he actually got mad at me for coming up to you and saying hello. Look at, look at Ed. Why would, if I was dating somebody and they said hi to Ed, I would not be bothered. He is repulsive. He's disgusting. <laughs> no, don't be mean. <laughs> or, no, I had, okay, I had a friend who I had been friends with prior to being into this relationship who I was friends with for so a very long time, about three years. And he has a girlfriend, committed relationship that he's been in for a long time. The guy that I was with would say to me, oh, yeah, you're just so in love with your friend. Like, you're just so in love with him. I'm like, he has been my friend for the past three years. He's in a relationship. I have no, absolutely no intentions of pursuing that at all. I see him as a friend. Like, I'm, I'm not going to go after him. I'm clearly with you in a relationship i'm not going to go after my friend but then again i i think it's one of those things where when you're in a relationship with somebody who's very insecure with themselves 
they project those insecurities onto you and say, oh, you can't be, don't talk to them, or why are you talking to them, or why did you do that, why did you do this, or why did you talk to him like that, or why are you texting her? Sometimes he would, my friend would call me, but it would, we have like a, we work together. Right. Mm -hmm, Through our organization together. And so he has a role within my organization that he needs to fulfill. And so sometimes he would call me and ask me, hey, um, I need help with this. Or, hey, like, can I get your advice on this that I'm doing within the organization? And he would get mad. The guy that I was with would get mad at me and say, oh, well, why is he calling you right now? Or why, like, why is he texting you would right now? Would he make now? you put it on speakerphone or anything? Or yeah, he would... He would like he would be the the guy that I was friends with would be calling me and asking me for help within like for this organization like hey I'm doing this like is this okay and the guy that I was like a completely completely legitimate question completely it's not, legitimate it's not like just asking oh how are you it's like like a legitimate like hey I need help with hey, my work hey like I need help like how what's what's the login for the website or like hey like this is what I've been working on like what do you think of this video that I'm editing for our website or what do you think of this graphic that I'm putting up on my web, or on our website can you like give me some insight on what I should do and he'd call me about things like that and so the guy I was with would be like why is he calling you right now does he call you like this all the time or things like that and I'm just like see those are like alarming things to me and, and I was saying oh, this flag. earlier as someone who hasn't been in a relationship ever Stuff like that just gives me red flags. I just be like, yo, I, I'm not gonna talk to you ever again. Yeah. That, that was just that was just me. So I, I've never had to experience this. It was just immediate cut off. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's just. Yeah. Or sometimes it's, it's like a bizarre situation he, to me, you know. Yeah. Or sometimes the guy that I was dating would get into like drunken like rampages, and he'd be like a rampage. A rampage, and he'd be like you're just, you're so in love with him. Like, you just think that he's, like, the best. Like, you're just so in love with him. And I would say to him, no, I'm clearly in love with you. And this guy that you claim claim that I'm in love with is just a guy that I've been friends with for the past three years, who I'm also friends with his girlfriend. And I'm not interested whatsoever. I don't know what else I need to prove to you to show you that I don't, care like that it's 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 an insecurity it's an insecurity and these all kind of seem like red flags popping up at any point did you think was like i want to leave him like like this guy's too many red flags at this point i want to oh leave 100 100 percent. so what stopped you before i think being i felt like i was stuck i felt like this was the only way, and yeah, I think that when someone is secure, insecure that you're in a relationship with, they project their insecurities onto you, and so you absorb those insecurities, and so you bring them upon yourself, and you think that you're not good enough, and so it's how can I make this person feel more comfortable when it's in reality you can't. Essentially, like a toxic relationship that's like the definition of yes that's that's the type of person you're in a relationship with where they need to do some character development on their own and you can't do anything to improve that there's some things that are just completely out of your control 
And in that situation, that was out of, out of my control. I gave him my location. I told him everything that I was doing in every minute of every day. And so it was never good enough. And at that point, nothing's ever good enough. Like, you can give them your location. You can tell them everything that you're doing every single second of every day. But they're constantly going to be, like, not... He never had a reason not to trust me because I never cheated. I never talked to anybody else. I was only interested in him. But, like I said, being insecure and insecure in yourself... Like, him being insecure in himself, he constantly was trying to find reasons to convict me of something. Right. Are those, like, red flags going to pop up immediately for you? How is it going to change how you're going to... Like, how am I going to see this going forward? Yeah, pretty much. I definitely see myself seeing these red flags and identifying. I think seeing them and knowing what they look like and obviously going through that has given me a better understanding of... How can I identify this early on before I'm stuck and before I dive too deep where it's too late? Right. Because there's a certain point where you're in a very toxic relationship, but you're together for so long, and so you feel like it's just too late to leave, but that's just not true. And how could you overcome that despite, like, you having those trust issues from your previous relationship? Mm-hmm. So identifying those red flags early on and really diving deep into, okay, and, like, in the early stages of relationship or talking or being able to, okay, this is what I've come from in a past relationship, so how can I use this experience to identify other potential boyfriends in the future? How can I use these different behaviors to identify somebody who's insecure versus who's more secure and confident and not toxic. That was kind of a rant, but... It's okay. It's a, it was a good rant. It was a, it was a rant you needed to get off your chest. <laughs> it, it is your podcast. I am a guest star. <laughs> key, key emphasis on star. Part. Star. Did Ed tell you what happened that night? Mm-mm. No? Well, no. I go up... After you left, so we went to Palace. Uh, we were some somehow got belligerently drunk. You left. I uh, I was I was still there because I don't like if, I, if I'm just vibing at the bar. I don't like leaving at the bar like early. Mm-hmm. So go to the bathroom. It's me, my friend, and his roommate, who I know. And his roommate keeps telling me he's like, he's like, oh, you won't like you won't punch me. You're a pussy. I was like. I'm not the person to say that to. Are you sure you want to say that? And he's my friend. He is my friend. And you just came up to you and said this? Well, we were taking a piss. I, I, I also might have instigated it. I don't remember everything, but that's... I remember that line uh, specifically. I probably instigated it because I was being a fucking little piece of shit that night. But I remember that. I was like... And I remember saying exactly. I was like, are you sure? Like, I'm not the one to say this to. And he said it again. And I said, okay, and I, I did a, a jab to his, straight to his nose. Uh-oh. And then he hit me back. And then my friend, who was his roommate, separated us. Mm-hmm. And so I go out the bathroom. I see him. His nose is bleeding. 
And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Like I had to call him the day after. I was like, listen, I'm, I'm sorry. He's like, yeah, my nose was really fucked up before. I kind of fucked it up before. I think it's broken. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, but we're good. We're good. I was like, okay, great. Because you told me to punch you. Basically, he, he Basically, you, if you basically tell some- ask for it. No, basically, if you tell someone, oh, you're not going to punch me, you're a pussy, oh, you're going to punch them. That means that yeah, they want to be punched. Exactly. I was, I was just being a little menace. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I get home, I fucking throw up, end up throwing up on my bed, having to clean the sheets the fucking oh, next day. No. It was a really rough night. But yeah, yeah, after that, I woke up and I was like, fuck, my head hurts, my knuckles hurt. Now you gotta clean your bed. Yeah, and I was like, no, what's crazy? I woke up, I didn't realize at first, right? I'm like, fuck, like everything hurts. I I pull off my sheets and I'm laying like on my right side in a fetal position (laughs) and perfectly in the crevice of my knees and like everything goes. I just see a little (laughs) pool. I'm like, no, no, I did not. I fucking did not. I see, yeah, I'm like, oh my God. I fucking hate myself. I was about to throw the sheets off my balcony. I was 100% oh, going to do that. I did, I did to one of the Just sheets. Just throw them out. One of the sheets I did throw out. I was like, fuck this. You're like, fuck I was that this. mad. Because that's so hard to clean up. Yeah, yeah. It took you can't me a just throw them in the wash because if you just throw them in the wash, like yeah, I had to put bleach on it. I had to fucking like shake it off because there's food on it. There's <laughs> food on it. Like what the fuck. So yeah, I had to shake it off. Oh my god, it was so bad. I I was so angry with myself. That's horrible. So the following nights, yeah, I did not want to go out. I was like, fuck this. I had to sleep on the couch for three nights because I had to continuously wash the sheets until I was like, okay, I'm okay with sleeping on it. Because I would always find just something on like, oh fuck no, it's not clean. Back in the washer. <laughs> and there were there was just so much else too. Like my bathroom, I go in the morning after, everything is on the floor. I'm like, what the fuck did I do? Did I <laughs> did I just grab my arm and swipe everything off the counter? Horrible night. Horrible night. So yeah, I did not want to go out that week. So someone someone told me about a uh, a get out plan, I guess is what they call it. A plan in which like you're imagine your life. Is just completely destroyed. You're like, fuck it. Like, there's no salvaging my personal life. There's no salvaging this mm-hmm. thing. What would you end up doing if you were to like have to figure something out? If I were to figure something, I would get on a flight to Europe and I would backpack through Europe. Backpack through Europe? You know what mine was for mm-hmm. the longest. This is like a high school thing because I was like thinking about this in high school for some reason. For some reason, mm-hmm. high school me was just so unsatisfied with life. I was like. If I had to give up on this, I want to go to Hawaii, probably Kauai Island, mm-hmm. and be a pineapple farmer. Pineapple farmer. Because Hawaii is one of the biggest Hawaiian commodities for economy is pineapples. Mm-hmm. That's the whole reason. I I'm, I think I think you know don't quote me on it, but I think the, one of the major reasons for the U.S. colonizing Hawaii was for pineapples and other crops, uh, and that's why we overthrew the the queen, and that's why Hawaiians do not 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 all Hawaiians, but there's a portion of Hawaiians that do not like the U.S. government for that and U.S. I military. Didn't, I didn't know this. They they have a disdain. It's some some a portion of the Hawaiians have this like the natives have mm. a disdain for the U.S. military if you go there. Tough subject, personally. Bartenders. 
personally, personally. bartenders. <laughs> personally, <laughs> a tough subject. Because I, when I was dating, uh, when I was dating a bartender, he was like, "You only want me for the free drinks. That's all you care did about." Did you get the, the free drinks, drinks though? I mean, I did get the. Yeah, free yeah, yeah, Haley. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Okay. I did get the free drinks, but like, I didn't like. It wasn't like I cared really about. It was. Fr- it wasn't it about wasn't the free like, drinks. It wasn't about the free drinks, and it wasn't like I would go out of my way to like go to his bar to go get free drinks. Like, if I wanted a drink, like I could go. You could probably go to a random guy and get a free drink too. No. No. I wouldn't do that, especially like when I was okay. With oh, him. Well, I was I was saying like let's say just in general, like even in general, single being single now, I could not say I could definitely go and get free drinks, but I, mean, I think I you could. If I really wanted to. I I think if you if find I put the my right mind guy, to it. if someone came up to me and asked for for drinks, I would tell them to fuck off. But that being said, they came up to me, started talking to me. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, oh, yeah, like, we should get a shot together. The keyword is together. Mm-hmm. We should get a drink together. I'm like, yeah. you know what? We've been talking for a while. I think you're right. Boom, I got played. Like, thing is, like, when you're a bartender and stuff, you need to realize that this shit's on your own tab. What's he talking and, about? And, like, you he, he have no idea. You have no idea. The thing is, like... Even if you're a fucking bartender, like, you can't really trust random hoes and shit. You normally just would treat your own friends and the hoes that you've been talking to for a minute. So, in my opinion, working at the bar, like, sucked ass just because, like, you had to deal with drunk patrons all the fucking time. And I don't think I could handle myself drunk because... Like, if I had to deal with someone that was just like me, that would suck. Just because, like, how much I would have to, like, kick them out. And, like, I feel super bad for kicking people out sometimes, too. But I'm like, yo, like, you're throwing up literally in the trash can. I'm about to take your ass outside so you can go home and just, you know, rest. And just (laughs) knowing a lot of people in nightlife, I just know that it's, like, a lot of hassle. But going back, going back to um, like my ex working at the bar, like yes, like he definitely, he definitely like treated my f- friends and I to like free drinks. But he would also treat other girls to free drinks. I think that like when you're in that position, you see it as like a position of power. Oh yeah, I work at nightlife. I have the power to give you free drinks, and yeah. girls eat that. Especially sh- at pots. Yeah. yeah, girls eat that shit up. And so he would give out free drinks to girls at the bar, and then he would like give out a snap. I and so- there was this one time where I went to his bar, and he was busy, and that's totally fine. And I was just waiting for him when he got a second to come over, and there was a girl that came up next to me at the bar. And she says, uh, she was clearly a freshman. She says to me, oh, if you just flirt with the bartender, like, he'll give you free drinks. I don't know if she meant, oh, just, like, bartenders in general. Like, oh, yeah, if you just flirt with him, he'll give you a free drink. Or if she meant, like, this particular bar fr- bartender, as in my boyfriend. Yeah. I don't, I don't, because I didn't know this girl. So I was like, and I remember I was like, oh, okay, like, yeah. Like, and I sat there. And I watched this girl flirt with my boyfriend, full on, just like flirt with him. She even tried hitting his vape. Mm. 
she he like pulled out his vape and he took a hit and she full on was like trying to take a hit of his vape and was like full on flirting with him and she was not I think it was because I was just right there so he was just not giving her the time of day but his one of his brothers took a video for me that's weird of him what one of his brothers taking a video for you Mm -hmm. it's weird yeah he he took a video of my boyfriend at the time adding a girl on Snapchat. That is definitely weird of him taking video. No, it's good. It's good of you getting it. It's a bad look on the brother. Even though he's doing the right thing, it's like, like, whoa. Yeah, basically. Or covering up for his... They they were all covering it up. They were... It was crazy to me how, I mean, I think like fraternities, like, like brothers you guys like have each other's back and you guys will support each other through everything and i get that and i totally understand that but it was so fucked up how they they, went out of their way like let you know and all told me that he didn't cheat on you you're posting and you're telling everyone that he cheated on you but he didn't cheat on you he just hung out with another girl okay a girl that he met while he was working Mm -hmm. added her on snapchat texted her and then went and hung out with her picked her up from her apartment they went and got food together and sat in his car and then after that i don't know what happened i don't know if they hooked up i don't know if they just made out i don't know did you have his location too i had his location but at the time i um was out with my friends Mm. so i wasn't checking it and this was the first time that he'd ever done something like that yeah so i wasn't like constantly checking it and being like what is he doing what what is he up to so i didn't even check it and this was before he made me download like 360 so it was just like find my friends so it wasn't even like i could track like how long he was there for or yeah. anything and so that's the crazy part of everything is that I I know that he went and hung out with another girl, but I don't know what they did and I don't know what happened because I can't trust his word on what happened. Like, I can't trust his word on what happened, but also the girl was texting me and she had her own story. But then again, I don't fully trust this girl. She texted you too? Mm -hmm. What'd she say? I ended up finding her on Instagram and I reached out to her and she at first like didn't like she at first like blocked me and didn't want to tell me anything. Mm-hmm. And then my sorority sisters were like, you need to talk to her. You need to talk yeah. to her. And then she eventually ended up texting me and she texted me this whole paragraph about like her side of the story and like what happened whatever. And like, but the way she worded it was basically was trying to like save herself. She wasn't like, she wasn't admitting to anything. Yeah. She just kind of was like, what was she, what was she saying though? What'd she say? What happened? Like, like I was texting him. And so like he had Apple CarPlay. So I was texting him. And so my contact kept coming up while they were together and while they were hanging out. And obviously like my name with a heart. And so she was like, Oh, who's that? And he was like, Oh, that's my sister. And told her, like, oh, yeah, that's my sister. Yeah. Yeah. So, but his side of the story is like, no, like she knew how to, I had a girlfriend. Okay, she knew that you had a girlfriend, but why are you still hanging out with her? And, like, the most fucked up part of it is that, like, I mean, I can even run through the whole story if you want me to, but I saw him at the beginning of the night, and then because he was just getting off work from the happy hour shift. And then he was like, I'm going to go get food. And then after I get go get food, I'm going to come meet you back here. Because there was an event. There was an event after happy hour that I was going to with my friends. And so I went to a pregame at Onyx. 
while he was doing mm. this. So I met up with him while he was getting off his shift. He said, I'm going to go get food. I'll come meet up with you later. I said, okay, me and my friends are going to go to Onyx. And then once the event starts, we're going to go back and go to the event. And he said, okay, like, sounds good. He left to go pick up this girl. And I went to this pregame with my friends. And then we went, after the pregame, we went back to POTS for the event. And he was gone for two and a half hours. Almost three hours. Right. So within that three hours, I have no idea what happened. All I know is that he went to go pick up this girl and was texting her while he was working. Like, he got... It was either that night or... That's when everything gets kind of, like, weird because her side of the story is, oh, I met him, like, yesterday Mm -hmm. and um, he was hitting on me, out of me on Snapchat. We were snapping and then he, like, asked for my number and then we were texting his side of the story is oh no i met her that night and like i was just texting her which that doesn't make it any better yeah 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 not at all so they were texting back and forth and like the texts were hey when you get off work i get off at this time what are you trying to do i don't know i'm down for whatever kind of like that language mm-hmm. It's like, the, it's like the subtle, like, I'm trying to hook up with you. Yes, yes. He, I, you can't tell me, and like, like I said, this entire fraternity is just gaslighting me and telling me, no, he, had no, he was not cheating on you. He was just hanging out with another girl, and they were just going to be friends, and you're crazy for thinking that he was going to do anything more than just hang out with her. They didn't even do anything. Like, that's not cheating. That's perfectly okay, which it's not. Yeah. It's not. So... Picks her up, go get food, and then it's like, after they get food, I have no idea what happens. That's the only concrete details I know of, like, this is what happened, and then for that two and a half hours, no idea. And then I remember I ended up going home with him, like, back to his apartment. So I ended up hanging out with him pretty much the whole night, ignoring my friends, because when he came back, I, like, pretty much ignored my friends, and I just hung out with him. Ended up going back to his apartment, and so... I didn't know any of this, obviously, at the time. And so I go back to his apartment. But in the car there, there's, there's like, an empty, like, Chick-fil-A bag of just, like, food. And I'm, like, I, I remember I said I was, like, I was, like, looking through the bag. I'm, like, oh, you didn't even save me any fries. <laughs> like, and he was kind of acting really weird. He was just, like, oh, like, I'm sorry. Like, I was really hungry. Like, whatever. Didn't even expe- inspect, like, anything. Yeah. I'm, like... What? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And I, Just and off the dome. I was sitting in the same seat that she was sitting in a few hours before, beforehand, or a couple hours beforehand. Yeah, that's I a I was sitting thought. exactly where she was. Whether that was they hooked up in his car or they just made out in his car, I was sitting exactly where she was. Yeah. So I go back to his apartment, and he's like, I'm, like, shaking right now. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, I'm no, you're shaking. fine. You're fine. He, I go back to his apartment, and he's like, oh, I'm going to go, like, take a shower. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to make chicken nuggets. <laughs> so I'm in his kitchen, and I'm, like, getting the like chicken nuggets ready, and I'm, like, getting ready to put them in the air fryer. All of a sudden, I get this, like, horrible gut feeling that something is wrong. And, yeah. like... The whole night, same like, night, same night too. Same night, same night that I'm there at his apartment, and like he didn't give me a, at the time, like he didn't give me a reason to like feel like this. It was just like a sudden, like, oh my god, something's wrong, like, and 
something in, there was a voice in my head saying like check his phone right now I drop I literally drop the chicken nuggets that I'm about to put in the air fryer I go in his room he would always bring his phone in the bathroom whenever he went in the bathroom he would never like leave it in his room which like I don't maybe that's like I don't know like some people always bring their phone in the bathroom but maybe I, that yeah, was I do I always keep my my phone on that yeah and that's that's more because I don't want anyone seeing any of my notifications or nothing yeah so so um. <laughs> but yeah he left his watch out and he left his watch on the charger and I knew his passcode and so I went into his watch and then that's when I find the text was the text with this girl and her name wasn't saved and so I'm literally I don't know if you can see it I'm literally shaking right now yeah. telling the story but I remember going through the text and then that's when I read the text and I just break down crying and he's still in the shower he has no idea that I found this I call an uber because mm-hmm. I'm like I can't be here I'm like I can't yeah. do this I can't face him right now I call an uber I get in the Uber, and I'm, like, telling... I'm literally crying. I'm telling the Uber, I'm, like, I just found out my boyfriend cheated on me, like, and that he's in the shower, like, he has no idea that I'm leaving right now, and he's, like, okay, I'm going to get you home as soon as possible. Takes me home, I go back to my apartment. He, while I'm in the Uber, I think he got out of the shower, realized I was gone, so he started calling me, yeah. and calling me, and calling me, and I'm, like, oh, my God, he's calling me, and the Uber's, like, just deny his call, just deny his call. I'm, like, okay, I'm denying his call. Get back like to my a great Uber, my God. Yeah, like great I felt Uber. so bad for this Uber driver because I'm just crying in the backseat of his car. Yeah. I'm like, I don't even know what do you, to do. Do you want like, a drink right now? Really? I I think I'm okay. okay I'm just okay. like I'm shaking. Yeah, I I could see I could <laughs> see it. I'm like this right I now. I could see it from here. Yeah. So um, we get back. I get back to my apartment, and my roommates are all home. And I walk in, and they're just like, "What's wrong?" And I tell them what's going on, and they're like, "Oh my God!" Like I'm so sorry. I look at my phone and like I have his location and I'm like, oh my god, he's here. Oh, oh my god, he's here. What? Like, he showed up to my he showed up to my apartment. I was like, oh my god. And he, you, wait, you didn't even tell him anything. Like, mm, Cause he had my location, so, so, he, so he, yeah, knew, he, kinda he knew, knew where it was. He kind of knew. Like, I think what was going I think on. he knew. I think he, he definitely knew what was going on. He knew that like he was definitely caught. So I'm like, oh my god, he's here. And so they're like, what do you want to do? I'm like, I'm just going to act like I'm not here because I literally cannot face this man right now. I hide in my roommate's bedroom. I like we I locked the door of my roommate's bedroom. And so he is pounding on my my door, like my apartment door. My roommates are like, what do you what do you want us to do? I'm like, just tell him I'm not here. They tell him like, she's not here. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know where she is. Like, I'm so sorry. Like. She hasn't come home yet, but, like, I'm sure she'll be here soon. Like, as soon as she comes home, like, we'll, like, we'll let you know that, like, she's okay. Yeah. He is not leaving. He is, like, absolutely, like, no, like, I'm not leaving. Like, I need to make sure she's okay. Like, uh, like saying all this stuff, like, she could have run away. Like, saying, saying just bizarre yeah. stuff. And my stuff roommates... Doesn't, like, make him, like, let him stay pretty much. Yeah, like, let him stay and, like, wait for me to, like, come out. So they're like, no, no, like, she's fine. Like, it's fine. He's like, uh, like, okay. Like, and finally he, he leaves, he leaves my apartment. He comes back about like 20, 30 minutes later right. with his friend. And they're sick. Cause he has my location. He knows yeah, that. He yeah, but knows why do you bring his friend though? Like, I, I don't know. For moral support. I have no <laughs> idea. 
He, I am sitting in, I am hiding. At this point, I moved to my room, and I'm hiding in my room. And he's sitting outside my, my, in the hallway of my apartment, like outside my apartment with his friend. And he's pounding on my door. He's pounding, like, over and over again. And he actually, my bedroom, the wall, like, the outside wall of my bedroom was, like, where the hallway was, so he would, he knew where my bedroom was, so he came to the outside wall where my bedroom was, and he started pounding on my bedroom, like, wall. Wow. He's texting me, he's calling me, he's What is he saying in the text, like, is he just saying, like, where are you at, like, He's what's just up? like, he's just like, what's wrong, like, over and over, Haley, Haley, like, please talk to me, like, what's wrong, like, over and over again, like, what did I do, like, what's wrong? He, calling me, like, 50 times. He tells his the guys in his fraternity that I like, I like ran away that I'm lost and that I'm like not okay. And like, so all, all the guys in his fraternity are calling me, texting me, like all of his close friends over and over again. Finally, it's, it's kind of common sense that if one person isn't picking up to you. Why would the fuck would someone else? Pick yeah, exactly. Finally at four in the morning, I had had enough of him pounding on my door and like calling me, leaving me voicemails. I finally just said, I'm okay. I need over you to text? Leave. Yeah, over text I said, I'm okay, I need you to leave. Okay. And so he finally left after, oh my God, I feel like he was outside my apartment for like two hours. It was insane. He finally left. And then I didn't talk to him for a good like couple days because mm-hmm. I was like, I just, I can't do it. And so then finally when it came time, I had talked to a couple of his friends that I was also close with and I explained like what was going on. And so... He finally, I invited him to come over so that we would talk about it. And I remember he came over and he sat on my bed. And I said, okay, I'm going to ask you one question. And if you lie to me, you're walking out that door. Time that I saw you and from the time that I saw you again later that night, where did you go and who were you with? Right. And he said, oh, I was with his friend's name. And I said... Okay, I'm going to ask you this one more time. From this time to this time, who were you with and what did you do? He said, I was with his friend's name. And I said, okay, so then who the fuck is the girl's name? name. I said, who the fuck is this? And then that's when he just went in total damage control. Damage control mode. He gets up from the bed. He's flipping out. Uh, she's just a friend. Like I, I just met her. Like, uh, like I met her at the bar. Like I, I, like I don't. She came out to my bar. Like we're texting. Like, uh, like going. Like he can't keep his story straight. Yeah. He's just going. He's off the walls. Just uh, everywhere. all over the place. And I said, I need you to leave. Well, how do you respond to that? I, I, I said, I said, I need you to leave. Yeah. And I said, I, I can't do this. I, you, you just, you sat there. You looked me in the eyes and you lied to my face. I know that, like, I know what happened, and I know, like, who you're with, and you just lied to me. So I said, I need you to leave. Yeah. And, and he, he left. He just left? He, and then he was, like, he's crying, and he's, like, I'm sorry. And he's, like, saying all these things, like, I'm sorry, like, you're the best thing that's ever happened to me. Like, I said, I That just, is damage control. That is so much damage control. You're the best control. thing that's ever happened to me. Like, please, I said, I just need you to leave. I, I just, please leave. And I kicked him out of my apartment. This was two days before Valentine's Day. And then after that, he made you get like 360. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you guys kept dating? Valentine's Day, he. Did he make a big gesture? He, yes, he okay. showed up to my doorstep 
with like a huge bouquet of flowers and like very expensive chocolate and like just like I remember he like dropped off at my door and he just knocked on the door and just like he texted me and he's like I left you a little something and it was like a whole array of stuff and then he wrote me like this really long note of like you're the best thing that's ever happened to me like I, I love you and like all these things he this is a very weak moment of mine. I call him and I thank him for the flowers and like the chocolates and everything. And he says, I made reservations at this restaurant, which was a very expensive, very like prestigious restaurant. Right. And he said, I made reservations tonight. And this is on Valentine's day. He said, I, I made reservations for this restaurant at this time. Um, like if you want to come with me, like, I would love for you to come with me, but I'm not going to, like, force you to do anything. Like, I, I just made reservations for us, and I'd really love if, like, you came out to dinner with me. And I had plans to go out with my friends that night because mm-hmm. I was like, I just got cheated on. I'm newly single. I'm going to... Right, we, you're we ready were, to move on. We were only dating for, like, less than a month. Really? We were dating for less I, than I'm a month. I'm thinking this has been, like, the long-term relationship No, we were point. dating... We, we started dating in the beginning of January... And then he cheated on me, like, a month later. About a month later. Holy shit. Yeah. So I was like, I'm, I'm newly single. Like, I'm going to go out with my friends. I had, like, plans to, like, wear this red dress and go out on Valentine's Day and go to the club with my friends. And, like I said, it was a very weak moment of mine. And so I was like, okay. Like, I'll go out to dinner with him and, like, I'll see, like, what he has to say. Go out to dinner with him. Um, it was, it was a, like, it was a pretty, like, he was trying extremely hard and you could tell um and it was a really expensive dinner bill very expensive and we were supposed to go to nola that upcoming weekend so it was like like valentine's day and then like that upcoming weekend was his formal and it was also his it was also his 21st birthday and I had bought him, instead of paying him a cooler, since it was his 21st birthday, I bought him a $350 cooler. Holy fuck. Did you paint it at least? Mm-mm. No, no yeah. it was oh, like... It was $350. Like, it was yeah, I would Arctic, not paint that. It was an Arctic cooler, and I had it wrapped with, like, the like the sticker yeah. that you like. Yeah. I had it wrapped, and it was a very expensive. And then $350 I... $350, too. Yeah, that's fucking expensive. I also got him a um, a flask, but I had it... Was this before the whole incident or after? This was, I bought him all this stuff before. Okay, makes sense. I also got him a flask wrapped in leather and then I had his initials engraved on it. That's so I, really I went nice. all, yeah, I spent That is like, really fucking nice. I spent like $400. Holy fuck. Mm-hmm. And so I bought him all the, like all this nice stuff and I was like, oh my God, and then you cheated on me. And we were obviously like going back and forth and I was just so hurt and I was just so pissed off. But then all of his friends in his fraternity were like constantly calling me and like pushing me to take him back. It almost felt like I was peer pressured into thinking like, oh, okay, he didn't cheat on me. He just hung out with another girl. Get over it. Just like go on, go to, go to NOLA. Like just go. Like, so then I, I ended up going. And he, I was under the understanding that we were supposed to stay with his friend and his his girlfriend in like a... In like a shared room. In a shared room. Like two beds, Mm -hmm. 
type thing. Okay. And that that was what was agreed upon. I told him I don't want to stay in a room with just you. I said I want to stay with your friend and her girlfriend because I'm not just staying with you. Like I can't do it. Not especially after what happened. He went behind my back and upgraded the room to a private a private room a private room. Yeah. And so he like just like didn't tell me until we walked into the room and I was like okay, like, that's fine, like, I can do this, and then, like I said, a really, another really weak moment of mine, I, we sat down, and we had a conversation when we first got there, and I said, okay, like, let's have a fun time, like, it's your 21st birthday, and this is, like, me being very selfless. Yeah, yeah, you just saying, like, fuck it, let's have a good time. I said, let's, let's have a good, like, let's have a good weekend, it's your 21st birthday tomorrow, um, we'll just, we'll act like, this didn't happen for now. We're going to put this on the back burner and have a good weekend. And then after this, like, weekend, when we go back after NOLA, like, we'll, we'll sit down and, like, we'll, we'll talk about this and, like, figure this out, like, what we're going to do going forward. But as of now, like, we'll just have a good weekend. We'll figure it out later. And it, it was, like, a good weekend. He tried it. Like I said, it, tried, it was he, he doing, like, damage control and trying extremely hard, being super sweet and... I was very weak, and so I just kind of, like, appreciated it and took it, and I think everybody who was on the trip in his fraternity saw that, like, we were just two people, like, totally in love, and, like, because I was like, oh, he must really love me if he's doing all these amazing things, and he's, like, trying this really, really, like, so hard. And then we get back to, we come back here, and it's like, we didn't even really, like, sit down and, like, really talk about it because whenever I really wanted to talk about it, it was, like, he didn't want to talk about it. And it was, like, whenever I brought it up or whenever I, like, talked about how I felt about it, he was just, like, oh, like, you're just, like, can't you just move past this and, like, forgive me? Like, I did all these nice... Now if he's was, asking like, for forgiveness, that means he did something wrong. You don't mm-hmm. ask for forgiveness unless you did something Yeah, wrong. and it was, like, he did all these horrible things, and now it was, like... Oh, he's like, but I, I took you out to a really nice dinner, and I and I brought you to NOLA, and I upgraded our room, and I did all these nice things for you, and now it's, like, not enough for you, and you think that, oh, like, you're not going to forgive me after I, I did all these, all these things for you? Like, so I he, did all this for you. He definitely did something with that chick. Mm-hmm. Something that was worth to ask forgiveness. For, you ask someone for forgiveness, it's forgive you for what? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that is, like, the most horrible thing about it is because, like, I'll never know. I'll never know the truth about what happened that night and what he did with that girl right. because I know that he's never going to come forward and tell me the truth. Right. And I remember sitting down with my friend over the summer when we were in Israel and we were talking about it. And I said, yeah, like, to this day, like, I still have no idea what, like, what he did with that girl. And I remember my friend looked at me and she said, how do you live with that? How do you live with the fact that you will never know and that you're, you are with this guy who has kept this secret from you for so long and he's never going to tell you the truth? How do you live with that? That's why I love my approach to things. I just cut them off before. Mm-hmm. Before anything bad, I'm like, all right, I don't like this. Cool. Cut off. Yeah. Love the approach because... I avoid stuff like that. You avoid the whole thing. The whole, the entire thing. Absolutely. And I firmly believe that, 
like when you take somebody back after they cheat on you and after the, or just when never, they do ne- it wrong. I, I feel like I feel like if I got cheated on or just anything like that, I would not like just some something about that's like I I'm like a Bryson Tiller person where I like knowing someone is is completely mine. You know, like even if I even if I don't date them, I like knowing it's like oh like this chick is all about me like. Find that really attractive, mm-hmm. but then if I'm like, oh well, that chick was really like into me at first, but now she's like talking to some other dude. Why would I want to be with someone like that? Mm-hmm. You know, I I would want someone to be all in, and maybe maybe yeah, you know, I haven't found really someone like that, and adds to my whole like not a relationship thing unrealistic expectations I guess I don't know yeah uh but that that's just me that's me I get everyone else is different that's just me I I think that's an attractive attribute when someone's all in on you and like I mean I guess that's what's a real to me that's what a relationship's supposed to be both sides are all in it's not yeah. one side it's like both and like yeah. you're all in no 100 percent. and so when your like boyfriend or girlfriend cheats on you you constantly, I don't know how it is for guys, but mm-hmm. for me, I constantly in the back of my head was always thinking about it. There'd be nights where I would like not sleep because yeah. I, cause I knew like I had found out what this girl looks like, looks like what her name is. And so I'd constantly like be comparing myself to her. I'm like, why? It's like, not healthy. Why? What? Yeah, definitely. I would literally, I would wake up in the middle of the night and I'd be like, oh my God. And I would have like nightmares about it because I would like go to bed and like I'd envision like the scenario of like how like how the night went and like what they did and it, it was extremely unhealthy and like I had this anger towards him like I was so angry with him it's like how could you do that to me I did all these great things for you it's like how could you how could you go behind my back and lie to me and cheat on me and so going forward in the relationship I always kept that anger yeah in the back of my mind so then whenever he would make a comment about another girl I'd be really pissed at him or like he would like talk about his friend that he like had classes with and he'd be like oh yeah she gets me through school I'm like why the fuck would you say that to me or like if he even or I saw him at work like hugging a girl from behind or like putting his arm around her I'd be like why the fuck did you do that right right which I mean I think was I don't think was out of pocket like I think like touching other girls at work is like okay, like, that's weird. Why are you touching other girls at work? But like I said, like, I would get angry at him because I'd be, like, really pissed off because in the back of my mind I had this anger of, like, that was never fully resolved because he never wanted to sit down and talk about it. And he never wanted to tell me the truth. Right. Yeah, I get get exactly what you're saying. And it's, like, you you just get, you get the second, second, like, doubts of yourself and, and I guess the whole situation. I think it's it's a good thing that uh, the relationship ended because now you're able to move on and not have those thoughts. Yeah. And, and like, the way I look at it now, as a, in... Like, in hindsight? In hindsight, like, looking back, why would you... Okay, you give somebody your heart, you put yourself out there, mm-hmm. and you're like, I love you, here's everything. Yeah. And they take that and they take advantage of it, and they hurt you, why would you want to be with somebody after giving you after giving them your heart, they choose to hurt you? Why would you want to take... Like, why would you want... What, what would possess... And honestly, I don't think... 
I think only people in that exact situation be able to answer that because I, I would not. I would give you the, yeah, the most versus... lo- I'd give you the logical answer like, yeah, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. But then again, I haven't been in that position. But now that know? I'm out of it, I look back and I'm like, why would I, in the future, why would I give my heart to somebody? Like, why would I take somebody back after I've given my heart to them and they've chosen to hurt me? Yeah. Where it's like, I'd rather give my heart to somebody who hasn't hurt me. So, like, in the future, so, yeah, like, in the future, like, if I find somebody, like, I'm willing to give my heart to you, but once yeah. you hurt me, that's it. Yeah, like, now, now kind of, like, you kind of know a little bit what not to look for in a mm-hmm. person. You know what to stay away from. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I guess that, that kind of makes it easier for you going forward. But, anyways, yeah, February was such a down bad month. I had a, such a traumatic experience it affected me all the way until October. October. Mm. It's kind of what, what which you know, kind of switched me from the whole like different perspectives of me being like, oh, I just want to like cook up for people into being more like high value, like hey, like I know who I. It, it gave me more self awareness. Mm-hmm. Gave me more self aware about uh, me, like my career, the things I wanted to accomplish. Just me, my life in general. It gave me a self awareness. I was like, okay, and like I, I, I know where I want to aim myself at, um, and and just saying like out of the 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 traumatic experience I've had, ten. I I, I swear it was so bad. I wish I could explain it, but it'd be like a fucking five hour long conversation about everything because it's months and months of of it, but uh, all from one single event. It's fucking crazy. But um, coming back to it, 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 it kind of shaped my future. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, well, great. It shaped my future, but what did I miss out on all these other months? kind of got me thinking. And honestly, I was like, whatever I missed out on on those months because I had to deal with this, mm-hmm. I think it's made me a better person. It's made me... A more, a more focused person. Like I, it, it made me, like I. It's part of the reason why I wanted to graduate early. I was like, okay, well, I'm. I don't want to be a student anymore. I want to be a fucking adult. Mm-hmm. I want to like go out, do my job. Um, so out of the the tra- trauma came the silver lining, which is all this good stuff about who I am as a person. It developed me, character mm-hmm. development. Yeah, developed me into what I need to be. Not what I really wanted to be, but what I needed to be. Mm-hmm. And now that I've reached that point, I can develop myself as what I want. Mm-hmm. And that's really what I'm looking for in 2023 is just developing myself as what I want. Because I was saying, I was like, oh, yeah, like I don't have a really New Year's resolution. Because I, I, I am what I need to be, but I want to be other things. So mm-hmm. it, I don't have to be it, but I would like to be. And I have a vision of myself for next year. And I'm like, All right, I want to achieve that. Gonna achieve that. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. A little tangent right there. No, Probably doesn't like, make any fucking no, sense. No, it does. But I think that yeah, for sure. Twenty twenty two was definitely like a character development year, and so like looking forward into the Fuck new year. Twenty twenty two. No Holy shit. Fuck this year. I really like. This year was horrible. This was. year was horrible. I mean, I had like there was good moments There's for so sure. There's so many good moments, but so many. Bad <laughs> so moments. bad. The bad moments Fuck. were very very bad. It, it was. was horrible hell hell but i mean looking forward to a new year and like a fresh start and like being able to 
from those bad moments hopefully come out a lot stronger. And, and you know what's crazy? Greatest part about hitting rock bottom, you can't go below rock bottom. Yeah. So knocking on wood right the- now, mm-hmm. I think 2023, there's no way. It could be a most mediocre year, but it's not going to be a bad year. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. I love it. It's only up from here. Like hitting rock bottom, it's only up from right? here. Right? Only up from here. Only up. So, yeah, I, I'm excited about the new year. Uh, you reflect on this, you know, bad year, and it's like, I, I went through all this stuff. But when I, when I reflect on it, hope, hopefully you do too. When you reflect on it, you're like, you start to feel good. You're like, mm-hmm. wow, I went through all that shit. I'm fucking still here. Like, yeah, I went through all that, and I'm, I'm still here, and thriving. I'm still living. You're, yeah, and you're, I'm you're doing good. Like, doing you're about to okay. graduate. Yeah. Graduating a year early. I'm graduating a year early. It's like, holy shit, like, you got so much going for like, you, yeah. Yeah, you're like, you, you take that minute, it's like, once you, like, it's like once you run, like, a fucking set goal of time, or whatever, like, you finish, and you just keep on running for a little bit, and you're like, oh, wait, I'm good, I, I finished, like, you get that sense of, enjoy, like, joy, and you're like, whoa. Last episode, we did last, like, words of advice. It could be, like, lighthearted, like, Ashley, last time we did this, she was like, listen to the... New says an album. Um. <laughs> That's actually, I, I like that. Yeah. Um, be safe, but stay dangerous. Amazing. I love that. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. It's just remind you to be by your roots. But be safe. Be safe, stay dangerous. Amazing. Thank you. All right. Bye, guys. I love this. I love this.